here we go again. Welcome to the Sloppy Book Club podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Felice. <laughs> I and felt like both. I took a really long time. <laughs> it's fine. Do you want to start over? No, oh, it's well, fine. I just said that. It's fine. We're good. Are you sure? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just going to just dive into Let's things. go with it. All right. We are on season two, episode 14 of the Chaotic Sloppy Book Club. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> you get what you get and you don't get upset. Exactly. And do, don't listen to us. Point period. <laughs> anyway, getting into things. Um, On this week's episode, we both have some drinks that we're going to drink and a book that we're going to review. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is all. <laughs> That's it. It is what it is. All right. (laughs) So I'm going to go into my drink first. I did a mixed drink because I'm kind of with wine lately. So this is um, absolute vodka and it's mandarin flavored. The juice is pineapple, mango, and then I put some lime in it. Um, That sounds delicious. And And it looks refreshing, right? It looks great. I love the color of it. Mm. That's really good. It, it tastes really mostly good. like um pineapple juice, but it's good. I mean, that's great. I love pineapple juice. Yeah. Um, I'm trying something different. I'm trying one of Angel's sour beers. Now I'm more of a hard cider kind of girl. Um, it's called the Dream Patch. It's a fruited sour with cherry, blueberry, and raspberry. Okay, so there there might I, be some flavor. I'm scared. Oh, try it. I hate beer. Never mind sour beer. Good. That's different. Oh, okay. not in a bad way. Does it have like that beer, like that, the hops? No. Hmm. Not in my opinion. No. That's actually really good. Well, Angel just I'm got pleasantly surprised. Good. I wonder if this is one of the free ones he gets at work. Because if it is, he's going to have to get more. <laughs> That's not bad. I feel like this good. is good for the summer. Cherry, yes. blueberry, raspberry is like light. It's not like heavy. You know how some beers can be super he- heavy? Yeah. Mm. Nice. Good. I can fuck with that. All right, so our book we're going to review is The Serpent and the Wings of Night by Carissa Broadbent, and it's a pretty decent science book. Um, Oh, I got the hardback, obviously. Well, lucky you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I had to quickly get this because I was like, do I want it on ebook or do I want... Mm physical copy and I was just like no I want a physical copy I've been because I knew it had vampires in it and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna like it if it has a vampire in it so I was just like I might as well get it and this one came faster than the hardback so that's that was the deciding factor for me (laughs) good but yeah so we're gonna review this lovely book Mm -hmm. do you want me to do like a spoiler free little blurb because I do have that and then we'll just dive right in okay so 
again, as usual, check trigger warnings because we don't list them on here um, unless we're super specific. But yeah. otherwise, just make sure you check them out. And the spoiler-free review or blurb is a young human woman named Aurea who was adopted by a, at a young age by a nightborn king named Vincent, who is a vampire. And being raised around vampires, she's always felt like prey. So mm-hmm. she wanted to enter a tournament called the Kajari, and it was put on by this goddess Nixia. And the winner gets a wish or a gift granted by mm-hmm. the goddess herself. It has plot twists, sexual tension, politics, magic, mm-hmm. Hunger Games vibes, and yes. it's like a grumpy sunshine yeah. kind of definitely, movie. definitely, and like, like uh enemies to lovers kind mm-hmm. of thing like it's really good I enjoyed it and I had and in my little blurb here too it says like hunger games vibes that I got <laughs> because it kind of is I yeah. know it's been kind of um reviewed as similar to Akatar and um what's the other one by Jennifer Armentrout um from blood and ash blood and ash I don't necessarily get that. I get more Hunger Games than anything else. I feel like this stands well on its own. And is it really comparable, in my opinion, to other books like Akatar or From Blood and Ash? Um, But I I get Hunger Games vibes more than anything. And everywhere that I saw this book, it was always that. Mm-hmm. If you love Avatar, read this. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it was more of just like, they basically could have said, if you love fantasy, read this because this was right. nothing. Like yes, if you love fantasy and... or if yeah. you love, you know, the dark brooding fantasy male character yeah. and, you know, a damsel in distress, then yes, I can get that. But I feel honestly... I feel like it's the opposite because I felt like the brooding one was the female in this book. Yes, that's super true. So. That's super true because she was like ready to kill like mm-hmm. at any second, every second. Like I yeah. love that every time he took a step, she took a step back kind of thing. And she always like had her hand like on her dagger and stuff. And yeah, she was just like, like chill out. <laughs> <laughs> he was always like, chill I out. agree. Yes, I but, agree. Yeah. Um. So like you said, now we're going to go into spoilers. So that was our little blurb. Here's our warning. We're going to spoil the book for you. So if you haven't read it or if you want to hear, you know, the the spoilers, I mean, go for it. I mean, it's a nice little recap before book two comes out in what, the 14th, April 14th or something like that. So yeah. You know, it's crazy. I went on Amazon to try and pre-order it and it's only something about like Kendall. Like I can't get, maybe it's the way I did it, but it was saying that there's no official release date. Oh, that's weird because she posted it that way. So, so maybe it said it's there's the no way official you went release date, but then there's a publication date. Oh, interesting. Well, I so, know she maybe it's because um she just released a novella for this book. She did like today or yesterday or something like that. But it's I guess it's not with 
these characters, but it's in the same world. And it's right. very, it's just like with other characters. And that alone is going to be a series, the novelas. With the other characters. Yeah. Okay. So I, think, I think she's just going to add like brand new characters. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I but think, yeah, I, I saw, I went to um, hmm. look it up to like pre-order <gasps> yeah. it. You see it, right? right? Yep. It's just the Kindle version. Here, I can show it. It's probably too bright. Yes. Yeah, but too yeah, bright. it's just the Kindle version, $4.99. $4.99, not bad. And it says no, this but... title will be, oh, but now it says title will be released April 14th, but you can't. I don't see any physical copies, but I'm wondering. So I recently went to Barnes and Nobles and I was trying to get a book and they were like, oh, it hasn't been like released to us yet. So I wonder if like it's being released to Barnes and Noble, but not Amazon yet, or maybe Amazon and not Barnes and Noble yet. I don't know. It was, yeah, really but she's weird. an indie author. She's oh, not traditionally published. So it, technically should be amazon or unless she's only selling it on like indigo which is like another right, version. right. i don't know interesting yeah, I don't know. but yeah i i went today to try and like get it and i was just like huh that's weird i can only read it on a kindle which is gonna yeah. be a little bit frustrating <laughs> because if i want to tab and highlight you could buy the fucking novella for 20 fucking dollars Twenty dollars for a novella. Oh, excuse me. How many pages? Because novellas are usually short. Yeah, I mean that's. I don't know. Yeah, on Amazon, two hundred pages. Twenty dollars. That's crazy. That is a that is a bit crazy. I don't like that. Yeah, that's. I'll just do it on Kindle. Yeah, that one's on Kindle Unlimited. Oh, is it nice? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All, All right, right. So, getting back to the <laughs> let's get into the book. Get All back right. on track. Yes. So, um, all right, where do we start? So, I think we could adopted. just start right from the beginning. Yeah, right. She's adopted. She's adopted by a vampire king, um, a nightborn vampire king. So, in this world, there are different types of vampires. And they have their own separate kingdoms. And within them, they have like their own special abilities as well. Like mm -hmm. some, I believe if they're bloodborne, they kind of can um, control your body or hurt you using your blood, your own blood kind of thing. So within this world, there's different species of vampires. They have their own separate abilities and they kind of live in their own kind of like locations there is a map mm -hmm. which is pretty cool um and like we said our main female character Aurea yeah that's what I was saying Aurea Aurea okay. she's like you said has always felt as she's prey because she's the only human within this vampire kingdom and she's always scared so throughout her whole life Vincent has ha kind of like trained her and has stepped in to be this like kind of um male role model for her kind of thing and he's always embedded in her not to trust anyone you can't mm -hmm. trust anyone you can't let your guard down you know 
you're human, never forget that kind of thing. And we start this story with him finding her in like um her house is like torn down and she's in the mm-hmm. rubble and you know her legs are pinned under the rocks and here's this little human girl who's you know has a fight in her and he calls you know her his little serpent and how she has teeth and like he's drawn to that because she still has this fight for a human and she hasn't backed down she hasn't shown that she's scared of him so he's like really drawn to her and he wants to protect her so he essentially adopts her now with this tournament she wants to obviously not be prey anymore she wants to be strong um more than just a fighter she wants to have like abilities and be able to hold her own and not always be scared so she wants to you know join in like like we said, this Hunger Games trial kind of thing um, to get her wish, which is to be his, let's see if I can say this word, Coriate? That's what I would say. I'm sure it's wrong. Coriate? And that's what I thought at first, and it reminded me of karate. Okay. I don't know why, but every time I said it in my brain, I was like, karate. Okay. It's C-O-R-A-T-A-E. Yeah. I would say koreate. Koreate. But when Coriate. you say it, it's like karate. I don't Coriate. know. Right. <laughs> so she I guess wants- I didn't hear that. <laughs> she wants to become his koreate. His because there's this like bonding that would happen where mm-hmm. his um powers will become her powers and her powers will become his powers. So like they would be bonded and she would have his strength and his abilities. And what's so important about that is that 200 years prior to her doing the Kajari, he actually won. And he asked for the gift of having this like, superpower to take down one of the um, vampire kingdoms and so he won he was granted that and for 200 years he's been ruling you know the nightborn kingdom and Mm -hmm. ruthlessly like he killed all the heirs that were presently there and he killed all of them and everyone around pretty much his family um mm-hmm. let's just say that vampires are really cutthroat and even your child they will beat and maim them so that they don't become stronger than their parent which was so crazy to me so it almost kind of like reminded me of you know how like baby spiders when they're born they'll eat their parent kind of thing so this is like the reverse of that before your child can eat you they're gonna fucking fuck you up and why fucking have a child to begin with first exactly so like you i think they do it because they want their name to keep going but they also don't want their kid to be better than them Mm -hmm. like they want their name to carry on 
but they don't want it to carry on to the effect where I'm not around anymore because you kind of, you know, killed me so that you could become king, you know? So Vincent has killed his whole family. He's killed a whole family of heirs and he's kind of been ruling for the last 200 years. So obviously he doesn't have a lot of friends that's going to make a lot of enemies. So for her to go into the Kajari, not only does she have to fight against people within her own kingdom, but now she has to fight against um, vampires of various other kingdoms. And again, these people or these vampires have special abilities and she's just a human. Right. And I think it's it's like important to note that when she was trained by Vincent, she used her abilities to mm-hmm. like fight and everything to protect the humans in within her yeah. kingdom in the like the night court or whatever you mm-hmm. call that. So mm-hmm. she was protecting them from these rogue vampires that yeah. would either kill them or use them or whatever. So she wanted to be this choreographer mm-hmm. in order to be able to protect more humans right. and be able to go back to where she came from to protect those humans as well. Yes. But so that was with, the reasoning for it. Within these va- vampire kingdoms, there's um, human uh, towns and there's a special word for it. I forget what... Um, villages basically like they have human districts but that's like territories or territories because vampires need to live they need you know a blood supply so they do keep humans you know around Mm -hmm. humans will have children so there's children within these districts and so these she was you know she felt defenseless when she was young So now she feels like I need to protect all those little girls that were me at one point, you know, I was by myself, no one could protect me. So she kind of wanted to be like their saviors, but she also didn't have any human qualities. Like she couldn't relate to them. She only had one human friend and that was so sad. Yeah. So Before she went into the Kajari, she had one human friend and she basically told her like she shouldn't join it. Like she could have a life in the human district somewhere else. Like she can leave. Like she didn't have to stay there, but she was really attached to her adoptive father and she couldn't. And she also didn't want to leave the humans there because if she wasn't there to protect them and kill all these rogue vampires, when she had the chance, then who else would do those kinds of things? So she didn't want to leave. And again, even if she did go to another human district, who's to say a vampire wouldn't show up one day and try to hurt her? So she would yeah. always be less than them. So running away wasn't really an option for her. Um, yeah. What's interesting about the way this book was constructed was that there were seven parts. And within these seven parts, um, we have like, I think it was like dawn, dusk, and night were three parts. And then within that, there were like phases of the moon. And the phases of the moon was each challenge within the Kajari. So a bulk of this book was basically the tournament itself 
yeah. her her participating in the tournament, her having to find out what the challenge was because the way this tournament worked out was it kind of portrayed the goddess's life and how she became like the goddess of death and how she created vampires and her whole upbringing. So um, the goddess's name, I'm not even going to Nixia. Um, she was a, she was a lowly goddess. She, she wasn't a goddess that had a lot of powers. So, you know, all the gods and goddesses kind of picked on the lower ones. Mm -hmm. And finally through like her own trials, she was able to become basically like a goddess of death and she created the vampires. And now these vampires worship her and they do the Kajari in her honor. And that's why she's able to bless them with like a gift or a wish or whatever. So these trials all portray a part of her story, which I thought was interesting as well. Mm -hmm. It was like amazing that she was like, Aurea was able to not only understand the challenges that were happening, happening, but explain the importance of them, of, of them and how they connected to the goddess and how some of these challenges were always like so crazy, but she always figured it out in, in her own little way. Yeah. And in order to really win, she had to make allies. And this is where other characters come in. And this is where she meets um, Rain, right? That's how you would say it? Okay. (laughs) And this is where she would meet Rain. And he's like super mysterious at first, but she knows he's dangerous. Mm -hmm. And I loved him. Did you? Yeah. Did you not? Okay. So to be honest, I didn't love this book. No, I, I liked this book. Uh-huh. I liked a lot of aspects of this book mm-hmm. and I hated some aspects. Okay. Let me know. I, I need right. you to go well, deeper into if, that. If I go into, we'll be skipping around. So I think if, are we going to go through the whole book or are we just going to talk about certain moments or. All right, let's finish talking about what the book is about. And then I want to hear, I really want to okay. hear what you look yeah, like. Yeah, like if the moments come up and I'll be like, yeah, this is, okay. I hated this, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think we kind of talked about already, like what the trials were going to be or how they connected to the goddess, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they have to compete in this place called the Moon Palace. Mm-hmm. And the Moon Palace is where they're going to stay the entire time, all the competitors. And this palace had this capability of creating rooms and scenes and basically all the trials that Nixia wanted them to go through. Mm-hmm. It was created inside the moon palace. Mm-hmm. So right away, she's met with tragedy because we know that Elana, mm-hmm. like we already kind of mentioned, she dies. So she was actually put into this moon palace the very first day and she Good. finds her that first day dead day one (laughs) day one okay so I get that Aurea is she's been trained and she's 
very good at it because she fights vampires all the time, but she's stuck in a moon palace by herself, killing vampires, doing just fine and dandy by herself. Okay, fine. She's a great fighter. She can make Mm -hmm. it through. I can deal with that. Whatever. We'll move on. Didn't like it, but we're moving on. So I thought that Ilana, after she found her dead, was going to have more of a presence. They kind of built her up to be like this big, like emotional, like connection Mm -hmm. for Araya. Mm -hmm. She wasn't that. No, She was only that in the beginning. And then they mentioned something later on, like something about like a cloth, a piece of her scarf or something. Mm -hmm. But I felt like there was no real like connection with Ilana, even though I felt Mm-hmm. a connection with Ilana I didn't feel that with Aurea mm-hmm. you understand what I mean like you would okay. think that the FMC and her would have like this bigger connection especially because in the beginning she was like oh I have Vincent and I have Ilana but mm-hmm. who does Ilana have she has no one if I go away kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I didn't I felt like by killing her off she did Aurea like this huge disservice mm-hmm. does that make sense but Aurea told her to leave and she never did so it was Mm -hmm. too late for her and I think what Alana had was a little piece of like that human humanity Mm -hmm. and then with losing her I feel like it would make it easier for her to become a vampire if that's what she decided to do but to always remember that human connection yeah which was her and she was like she was like she was there for the vampires to drink from and stuff like that so to me she I knew she was gonna die eventually because she was she wasn't supposed to be there like it just sucked to me it was more of like a wake-up call for her with her death like you're in the trials now there's no going back yeah if you had that one day or that night to not do this and you chose not to and now this is these are your consequences now and that's what I felt from it and and that's that's completely understandable it was Mm -hmm. more like I was told that she had a connection with her and everything that you're telling me is what the author told me. I didn't feel it. Mm, okay. That's it. Like I, I was told that I wasn't feeling that. Mm-hmm. Or shown that relationship. Yeah. Really. Like because, there was nothing there. Yeah. Cause we only learn about her for a couple pages and then she dies and she's like, yeah. that was like my best friend. So she, that was the like, author could have been like, Hey, she has a really good friend that gets drunk from and she's dead now so you're gonna cry about it because she's dead mm-hmm. you know you what see, I mean I like didn't have I didn't even have a deep connection to her I did I and did that's what bo- and I think that's what bothered me because I was like oh this is gonna be like she's gonna be a huge part of this something bad's gonna happen to her and it's gonna be really sad yeah something I wasn't did connected to, to her, her at all yeah like something <laughs> when she died her, I was just like wasn't... I was like, damn, that's fucked up. They kill her friend. And then I just kept reading. (laughs) That's awful. 
<laughs> that's exactly how I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Night one. Well, here we that go. That is so funny. <laughs> so, <awesome>. then, <laughs> so then we like, she's in the moon palace that happens. And then we meet Rain. So like mm-hmm. you said, Rain is just this kind of person, this mysterious guy who's kind of like showing up here and there. Mm-hmm. So I liked his character. I didn't like that he was the the love interest because oh. I kid you not, I did not feel a connection with them two till 75% into the book. I can see that. Like all the way in. But why why that. did we have to wait so long for that? Like you know that she was kind of like into him a little bit, but she's got like she's got one one goal in mind, right? She just mm-hmm. wants to do this and that's right. it. And then you can kind of see that he's into her, which he tried, but mm-hmm. I didn't feel their connection like whatsoever. Question. Did you go into this thinking it was more of a romanticy? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Cause I could see that happening if you thought there was like a romance within a fantasy world. Where me, no. I felt like this was a fantasy world with some romance. Yeah, with very but little a, romance. Por- a big portion of this was just fantasy. Yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. I could see where like that disconnect would be with their relationship if you went in thinking it was a romanticy. If yeah. that makes sense. No, that definitely makes <laughs> sense. But I I didn't because no part of it was like that. Nobody was Nobody ever reviewed it or said anything in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's not the type of guy where like, if somebody's reviewing a book and they're like, oh, daddy, this daddy, that like right. with the main mm-hmm. character, nobody ever even mentioned his name. So mm-hmm. I wasn't even sure if he was the the love interest for a long time. Right. You, Which is interesting because what is his name? He comes later on. I forget what his Septimus. name is. Yes. I thought he, which Same. is still a possibility. Same. Which is still a possibility because he was the mysterious one to me. Mm-hmm. I literally wrote his name, question mark, hearts. Yeah, because. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> because the first time is either the first or second time she meets Vincent outside of the palace. So she's doing all these trials in the moon palace. And like, there's a portion of the time in the moon palace where you're able to leave and you can do whatever you want, but you have to be back by dusk. So she would go and have these conversations with Vincent at this like hidden place. And there was one part in the book where she says she felt like someone was watching her. And then a couple like chapters later, we met, we meet that guy and she doesn't that know, guy yeah that guy <laughs> and she doesn't know who he is and he gives her a cigar a cigar or whatever and he's super mysterious and then he comes he becomes more important towards the end of the book so i can see maybe something happening there yeah which would be interesting because i thought he would be the love interest too because i'm like why is it so like we don't know a lot about him He's very and the way and and the way he was introduced was very interesting mm-hmm. because it made her think of her friend 
when you know she first gets introduced to him with the cigar and you know smoke and the the smell so I'm just like that's super interesting I don't know maybe maybe we'll he see he doesn't necessarily have to be the main love interest no but I liked him I liked him because he he would always every time she was feisty he would be like there she is there she is yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did like that. I said I did like him a lot I liked his character I liked his personality I didn't like them together I didn't mm-hmm. like their connection at all mm-hmm. and maybe there maybe that was lust for them maybe. they're both in a competition to the death wouldn't you be attracted and there's two attractive people yeah and the fact that he was human first he was actually turned. I feel like she connected a lot with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just didn't like them together. What? I'm hurt. Sorry. I'm hurt. <laughs> like, so I really liked the book. I don't get me wrong. Like I mm-hmm. didn't hate the book. I really mm-hmm. liked it. There were just some parts that I was like, Meh. like mm-hmm. that for one. That. Um, the magic, the magic mm-hmm. was good. Mm-hmm. her having magic I didn't understand it was very I didn't understand I didn't understand that either I found it interesting but then it also it was just like there's more to her I have so many yeah. parts where they'll say like little things about her and I'm like mm-hmm. what does that mean what does yeah. that mean? but the, it's so cryptic like you know there's foreshadowing and then there's like saying a word like maybe kind of like something like that where you're like okay well what the fuck does that mean and then for her to be so rain it was in his apartment he was training her she ended up getting mad about something Mm -hmm. pushed him off and then Mm -hmm. some this blinding white light so she used magic on him Mm -hmm. okay then she's like living her life like nonchalantly i can do magic now but if she could do magic then, why couldn't she do magic before when she was fighting vampires in the human territory? Well, she, she mentioned that she always had, like, Vincent tried teaching her, but she only had, like, little, like, embers in her fingers. Yeah, but why? If she's human. Well, because- in the end, we find out that she's... Right. Okay. So that's another issue that mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. like how is in- that possible how okay so how is it possible so throughout the whole book you get like little like hints and stuff and mm-hmm. then you're like okay so is is she really related to Vincent and that's why he felt such a huge connection to her and he mm-hmm. went to get her all right so another before reason before we do that should we say what leads up leads up to that okay yes let's do okay, it okay so she goes through <laughs> Sorry, people. So we, she goes through <laughs> all these trials, right? Yeah. She's fighting. She develops this relationship with Rain. They have this connection. They bond. They ally together um, and join forces for the competition because there's points in um, the challenges where you need a partner. So they, they're forced, you know, to come together, basically. So during all this, they fight other people, they win. Um, Now it's going towards the end of the tournament and they know that one of them is going to die in the end. 
They just don't know who's going to kill who. And because they've developed this relationship and because they've been fighting together for so long, they kind of know each other's weaknesses, even though they have been trying not to show it. There's mm-hmm. no way around it. Yeah. So we're leading up towards the end of the tournament. And it's like their last battle. Should we just skip to the last battle? Yeah. So there are a lot of battles and Mm -hmm. trials or whatever, just like Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. People die and there can only be one winner at the end. So now we're at the last battle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they're at the last battle. This is what fucking killed it for me. So they're at the last battle. They're fighting. Um, Aurea has uh, Rain pinned down, knife to his chest. And he's kind of like, you know, he knows she has to do it. He helps her. She doesn't realize this until later that he does help plunge the knife into his chest. Essentially, Mm -hmm. she kills him. She wins. The crowd goes crazy because what's interesting about these tournaments too, you know, like how in Hunger Games, everyone is watching it play out on big screens at home or whatever. It's like this big like movie event. Well, here, um, the tournament is on in a in a coliseum kind of thing. So all these vampires are within the stands, and Vincent is there. Her father is there, and he sees that you know she plunges the knife into Rain, and she is crowned the winner. The goddess shows up. It's she's real. You know, this whole time I'm like, are they really just doing this to do this? Is there really a goddess? Well, apparently there really is a goddess. There really is. She comes. And she's like, what do you want? What does this bitch do? She could become super powerful, right? She could become Vince's, Vince's, Vincent. Corriate. (laughs) Corriate. And she chooses, she tells this woman I really want Rain to be the winner. She sure <laughs> did. She sure so, did. I was so upset. So I told upset. Angel this, and he was like, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Especially because, first of all, they banged one time. One time. One time. Well, they it was good even enough like for together, her. Clearly. And for <laughs> me, it was worse because I didn't even feel a connection to them. And I'm like, what are you doing? So I was like, oh my God, that's super sweet, you know, but then I'm like, fuck, what does that mean for her dad? Anyway, so the goddess, she loves when the vampires are at odds. She loves bloodshed. She's Mm -hmm. the goddess of death. So she loves bloodshed. She loves the fact that her, she calls them her children are always squabbling and fighting so when she says, oh, I want Rain to be crowned the winner, she's like, no problem. I got you. Mm-hmm. So she resurrects this motherfucker. He wakes up. He's devastated because he knows what he has to do. He has a whole legion of people that, you know, are counting on him we don't really know why or who these people are but he mentions to Aurea or Araya that you know there's people you know counting on me to win and so we find out 
<laughs> who these people are. So he is crowned the winner and he's asked, what do you want? He's like, I want to take over basically my family's name. My I'm an heir of, I forget what clan, vampire clan it is. The, ri- the Rashan. The, the Rashan heir. Yeah, he's a Rashan heir because Vincent, 200 years ago, supposedly he killed all of them, but he missed one. And Rain says it. He says, but you missed one. And I want the same power to reclaim my family and, you know, become heir, whatever. And so the goddess, she's like, okay. Mm -hmm. And she's loving it. She's feeding off of it. So she says, okay, he gets the powers. And instantly fucking fight Vincent um, Vincent, and kills him. And on Aurea is devastated. She's like, she doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Because Reigns never officially, he's been very, um, he hasn't really told her his whole backstory. He told her glimpses and pieces of who he is and his past. But he's never told her like who he really was. And so he's a fucking liar. He liar. is a liar. He is a liar. <laughs> a, a um, real liar. I talk about him, like, yeah, he is. He really but anyway, is. So he kills. Well, he he like shoots his power. Vincent crumbles to the ground. Aurea runs to him and he was like, I always wanted to tell you, but he never finishes his sentence and he kind of dies. And she's devastated. She's like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. All these people start swarming around her. Um, Rain comes down. They're all looking at her. She feels like this sensation on her body. And it's her air mark from Vincent. And we find out that he really wasn't her adoptive father, but her father. And this is where the confusion comes in because it's like, can vampires have human children? And if they're human, why is she still prey? Like what? There's a disconnect there, which I can understand. Like yeah. it, does, it doesn't. Because it never, that. it never specifically says that she's actually his daughter. Mm-hmm. How she's his daughter? So what happened? Like why was she with this family? Why did she have siblings? So did he really rape the queen and she's a descendant of that queen, that Nessianer? Nessianer? Her. So is she a descendant of her? Did who, if it wasn't her, then who did he have a baby with? It never said anything about how she is his daughter. And I reread the last couple chapters just to make sure I didn't miss anything and there's nothing nothing specifies how she is his daughter why is she or is she someone else's daughter maybe and he just took her in because he knew who she was is she maybe one of his siblings he had siblings is I don't know like it just a lot of missing parts some disconnects for me that just didn't work because usually at the end of the book, with a twist like that, like, oh, shit, she's an heir. Oh, shit, she's his daughter. But we don't know why. Like, it never mentioned why. 
usually it says there's like some prophecy or there's some explanation as to why she is who she is unless he did like some kind of ritual without her knowing again still no information even if it was something like that where's the information like it just left us with questions but not in a good way it's not like oh I wonder what's going to happen in book two no I think this specifically her being of an heir should have been explained I think this is a big big plot hole that should have been explained I could get that but yeah he he kills her dad she's devastated this is the kicker so I tell Angel I'm like oh my god I this book was crazy I was like um she resurrect resurrects the dude and now he has a special power and he kills the dad he's like the fuck (laughs) and I was like yeah and then he was like gonna force her to marry him and they get Mm -hmm. married he was like I'm not marrying somebody that fucking killed my dad that's not happening and she did it (laughs) she was like okay and then I I was like but then I was like oh (laughs) All his crew came and, you know, to save face and to become, like, the strong king. He was like, oh, I'm going to rape her. Like, you know, her dad did my, you know, queen or whatever. And he was like, wait, what? So not only did she, <laughs> he killed her dad, but now he's saying he's going to rape he's her. Acu- he's accusing her dad of raping someone. He's claiming he's going to trap her and rape her and mm-hmm. make her have only his kids. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, yeah. Yeah, Angel was like, that's stupid. <laughs> and I'm and like, then, and I'm, and like, like I'm eating it up. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> I love it. So, okay, and then he, I could get like him saying, saying all this just to save face in front of all these people that he and has. He's everyone, yeah. Right. But he's getting like deep. Like, can he just relax and say, I'm just keeping her. No one's going to touch her, whatever. I'm going to put her away. Yeah, that and whole then, raping thing, he didn't need to say can, that. Can you relax? He did. He did. And, then, and then he's like, I'm going to rape her. I'm sorry. I don't mean it. Yeah. Like, they Really? <laughs> like, if that's what you're saying in front of your friends, exactly. like me there. What I are you hated, saying behind I hated my it. back? Like, I hated that part so much. Cause it, and then now, like, I guess if she wanted us to question trusting him, mm-hmm. she did it because I don't, I don't know if I trust him or not. Is he really saying the truth and he's just trying to protect her? Or is what he wants to do bigger than the love he feels for her? Right. You and know. then is this like a tampon situation where we like, you know, like this him is one hundred percent a tampon situation where we 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 like him, but there's someone better, mm-hmm. <laughs> Septimus. Right? It could be. Imagine that would be Me. a plot fucking twist. It would be, but it would be Akatar. <laughs> And then I would get dun, the dun, relationship dun. between the two. But, but right now, I don't get it. Right now, no, 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 no. But if that Not was a all. plot twist later on, then yeah, mm-hmm. I can understand that. But yeah, this I liked it. But now I, re- I liked it too. It, like, I know. I, so I did like it. It I is a little it. weird. 
it, it's an enjoyable book, but there are too many disconnects. You know what it is too? I'm more of a romance reader. I don't read a lot of fantasy type things. So I feel like you're really good at reading in between the lines and really understanding world building where I'm just like, oh, that's cute. This is cute. Oh, they're fighting. <laughs> they're you fighting. Know? They're gonna. They're gonna fall in love. Yeah, I'm, I'm all like. And I, I was literally <laughs> the first page I met him when he was standing in front of when she was like, "Oh, there's this guy standing in front of the painting of the Rashan, kind of like reaching up to grab someone's hand." The first moment she mentioned him, I was like, "He's gonna be the love interest," and I don't like him. I don't like him. <laughs> I like, did end okay. up I and did end up liking him. I don't like them together. That was it. And Mish, his his best friend, loved her. I loved oh my god, we didn't even loved talk her. about her. Mm-hmm. She we was totally like a, skipped. She was like a little vampire pixie. That's yeah. what I imagine. Like she need fairy wings with fangs. <laughs> like she was just so fairy like crazy. Saying. And yeah. out of the I liked her. ordinary, I really liked her. And that because she the doesn't other, have powers anymore. No, the other part where like the place that she went to um to Salone to like his mm-hmm. her like hometown or, or wherever they went, where we met those two people that were from where Aurea was from. You know, there were two other people, like one of them started with a K, I think. Yeah. They were from her hometown. So I figured like, maybe they have a connection. Maybe they're related to her. her. Oh, do we know that? Do we know that? Because she has two siblings and there were two people there from her hometown. So she wasn't call their names. There was a part in her dream. She did. But I feel like she would have remembered what they kind of look like. I guess you're right. She would have. But I just remember it was a boy and a girl. And those two people were a boy and a girl. I don't understand the ring situation. I always thought like her ring. Like. She had, had that from power. when she was. She was. She's had that from when she was like. Right. Found, was it? But yeah, yeah, but could it be suppressing her powers or her vampireness? That's Maybe. what I thought. This whole time I'm like, oh, her ring is gonna come off and she's gonna find out blah blah blah, but it never happened. Maybe. Yeah. I but I know. feel like there would have been, like you said, there would have been some form of talk about you're you're right. You're right. There would have been some talk of a lot yeah. of things. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. You're right, know, there's foreshadowing, and then there's just, like, not saying anything. It's like, ooh, what's going to happen with this? Nope. I'm going to stop that, and you're going to think of another idea. Like, it was just, like, too. And I did a lot of tabbing. I went back a lot. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find anything to, like, connect things. All right. It was enjoyable. It was. If you want, like, like, (laughs) if you want, like, a, don't go into this fantasy thinking you're going to come up with a lot of theories Mm -hmm. and foreshadowing. And I think maybe that's how I went into it. Thinking, like, oh, let me try to figure this out. 
let me highlight key points. Maybe I can think of this, but Mm -hmm. by doing so, I really, really got into it Mm -hmm. and found all the plot holes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think maybe if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have found any of those plot holes if I would have just blew through it. Like I did. I was like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) And I did a lot of tabbing too. Um, Because there were parts where I was just like, they would say like these little, like half sentences kind of things. And I'm just like, okay, what does that mean? Maybe it's going to show up later on, but then it never did. Like like, Like I mentioned, like, she felt someone watching her and then nothing yeah. came of that. Mm-hmm. And then like the the minister, the minister, whatever the hell he was, the leader of the moon palace. He, he said something. He drank from her. And, and she, she she was like, let me offer you human blood. And he was like questioning human? her. Yeah. And then when he bit her, he was like, this is much better. So then that's why I was like, okay, so she's definitely a vampire maybe a witch maybe she's Mm -hmm. it's a paranormal type of book so maybe she's something else and nothing came of it other than her being vincent's daughter of some sorts but still that was left open yeah because he definitely said something i put it somewhere too i forget what color it is um but he was she said oh would human blood work or something like that yeah that was the same scene i think yeah he he like smirked or something Mm -hmm. and said human and that was it but yeah i don't i don't understand what that meant (laughs) what does it all mean i i'm going to guess that in the next book we're going to find out that she is not his daughter or if, if she is, she is descendant of that Nessian chick. And I I highlighted that too when they first were like, oh, Nessian. And I was like, yeah. who is that? And so, oh, and someone mentioned that she looks like her. I think it was Septimus was like um something about her being familiar to to Nessian. Or is this going to be like Ness- Nessian? I can't even say her fucking name. Yeah. But somebody um, did mention it. Yes. Um, don't let it be another Nessian situation. That's mm. what they said. Something like that. Because um, that was it. Yeah. That was during um one of the trials, one of the challenges, that chick that winds up like taking the death, like with that whole nod kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, Angelica. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like somebody else mentioned it before that. It was Angelica and it was the guy. It was the two of them, the bloodborne people. Oh, yeah. Because I put question mark in one of my notes. Why did Septimus call Aurea Nesanin? Mm-hmm. He called her that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I, I bet that. she's a descendant, which which means that not only did he sleep with the mom, he slept with the daughter. Maybe not mom, maybe just a descendant because they're like 200 years apart. (laughs) Only 200. Or or she could be Rain's daughter because 
she slept with both of them at the same motherfucking time. Don't tell me that. She, if she does this, this is an automatic DNF. But I no, don't know because no, to. because then her 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 um yeah. earmark will be similar to his. No, he was turned. He's not that king's son. He was turned, and that's why he took the blood the air mark because that king didn't have an heir. So and Rain he's the took last, his. He's the last. He's the last turned, turned person, and the king didn't have an heir, so he took his heir mark. Mm. I don't. I mean, I don't think it is. I was just throwing that out there Mm -hmm. but i do feel like she might it would be really weird but i do feel like she might be a descendant of that woman when she was raped that would be weird what that he slept with it's even more weird that he would have sex with a human and have a daughter and have a child and then just kill her whole family and then leave her Maybe because he attempted to kill everybody and because maybe she was he alone. didn't know. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe he just saw her and he connected no, and was like, oh. Before he died, he said, I meant to tell you. No, but I mean, like when he first found her. Oh. Maybe he was like, oh my God, this is my daughter. You know, like, I don't know. I think it was more of like, he attempted to kill probably everyone, like even his offspring or whatever that could be, could have happened. But because she was the lone survivor, he was just like, maybe I'll keep you. Yeah. That could be it. You know, maybe I'll just keep you because you survived. You beat the odds. So let me see what I can do with you. Because she was more like him. Yeah. Hmm. This, you see? Not that bad. Because it has us going crazy. But then we're going to read book two and be like, this Sam is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I try not to have so many theories. Because then I'm like, it was none of that. (laughs) That's my, those are my only two things. That she might be descendant of her of that um Nessanin chick and mm-hmm. that the Septimus guy is really gonna be the one she ends up with. Mm-hmm. Which would be unoriginal, but would be better for me because I feel like Rain wasn't it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So it was likable for me. Okay. Okay. I don't regret reading it. Mm -hmm. If that counts. It does. (laughs) It does. I mean, I liked it. I like chaotic people and books. (laughs) Half the time, it doesn't have to make sense for me to like it. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I read books with bad writing, which is fine for me. As long Mm -hmm. as it's enjoyable. I enjoyed this book. Mm -hmm. I just saw all of the Mm -hmm. plot holes i'm not really picky (laughs) obviously (laughs) (laughs) i read crazy books all the time i i still watch hallmark movies okay so what do you think you still read twilight 
kidding. <laughs> I've never read it. I can't really judge. I've never read it. <laughs> you would hate it. I know I would, but you would. I I feel like prior to all your reading, you may have liked it at one. Could have liked it, but because you read so many different books, you would hate it. Now you'd be like this. This was popular. This. <laughs> You I know a girl a girl at work there. literally read chapter one to me and I was like I can't do it no you had to be there in the 2000s mm. early 2000s anything after that's not the same I was gonna say something but I'm not... what are you gonna say nothing <laughs> what that I was a teenager no. reading it? no I was gonna say when I was dumb but that's... <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding. No hate to anybody who likes Twilight. It's fine. You like who you like. Yeah. There are books that I love that people hate. It's fine. There, there's tons of books that I like that people hate. I mean, at least they're not killing anybody. Then I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a ton of books. It's hard finding good books. Okay. It's not an easy thing. And you know what? Coming up with worlds and fantasy worlds, I couldn't do that. So kudos to you for attempting yes. it, and putting yourself out there because yes. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Agreed. Hey, she hooked me. I'm going to read book two and I'm going to read the novella. So um, I'm in it. I'm definitely not paying $20, but. No, I'm going to read the Kindle for that novella. Definitely. Yeah. Well, until we also, also, I hated this map. It was very vague. Um, you, she literally just did a map where she just wrote the names. Like there was nothing else. Why? Like she could have at least had the castles. There's like one castle mm-hmm. or a house. I don't know. And that place isn't even there anymore. It's not. <laughs> it's in ruin. It's done. So, so technically there's only one castle. So that better not be in book two's map. That better be gone. Yeah, it is really vague. It is. I don't really look at maps. Is that bad? I literally put a sticky note so that I can go back and look at it. Sometimes I write notes of where people are. And I didn't need to in this one because there was nothing there. (laughs) I've never done that. I you I skip over maps half the time I'm oh, like no. oh there's a map and then I keep going yeah, I literally spend like five ten minutes looking at maps this that, was 30 that, seconds you see different style readers we have someone who loves maps you have someone who's just like oh there's a map and then keeps going how do you know I, where they how do you know where they are I don't they are where they are <laughs> What do I need to know where they are? I need to know what they're doing. I need to know what they're doing. I need to know what's happening. I I need to know who they're banging. That's about it. (laughs) Okay, fine. I don't need to know what city they're in. (laughs) I do. Every time they mention a new place, I go back to the map. Oh, like where where is that? Yeah, every time. And I've never done that. We are different readers. Yeah. I'm I'm not that crazy. 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> all right i think we're done talking about this book yeah we're we're going crazy yeah. but yeah that was um the serpent and the wings of night by mm. carissa broadbent uh, mixed reviews apparently <laughs> so let us know how you felt please i want to know with more me or jenny i'm pretty sure more people would be like jenny this was um, no because so many people love this book mm-hmm. like this got high reviews mm-hmm. like super high reviews you're the one who told me about it i never even heard of this book. and so like Every time I saw a video on it or somebody post, the first thing that I would see, because I don't like reading reviews before reading the book, mm-hmm. is if you like Akatar, read this book. If you like Akatar, read this book. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, great book. Read it if you love Akatar. I was like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't get that connection though. No, so it should have been read it if you like the Hunger Games. I would have been like, yeah, okay. In the comments, please tell me what the relation is between Akatar and 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 especially Blood and Ash because I don't get it. And I didn't read Blood and Ash because I didn't like that one. Yeah, you DNF'd it. Mm-hmm. But I, I I didn't give it enough time. I got to like chapter eleven. So I liked book one. Book two was okay. Everything after that was I, I I stopped. I would never finish the series. Okay, so then I won't even bother. No, I won't finish the series. And I hear it's gonna be like a lot of books. So I that- feel like every time she posts a new book that she releases, it's part of that series. It might not be, but it is. Like oh, she's it is. Like she's doing like prequels okay. of like some of like oh. the gods or some. I don't know. It's too much. It's too much. There, there, there is something called too much when it comes to certain books, like especially like really big like fantasy books. Like yeah. I understand like world building and like you want to know all the characters, but there's like some things I don't need to know. I'm sorry, I don't yeah. need 500 pages. I don't need it. I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I will read Ruby Dixon to the day I die. <laughs> And all those those are also shorter books too. Like they're not like these big elaborate books. Like this didn't need to be 600 pages. It could have been three. I agree. Right? I agree. Because there was so much of like, he taught me to be strong. He taught me to be a fighter. (laughs) Like, okay, we don't, we don't need to, we don't. Like, we know you could fight. You could kick my ass. I get it. Or him, like, liking bad beer. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Did we really need a whole chapter on that? I don't think so. Oh, there's a freaking sentence in this book that I swear to God, if I would (laughs) have, if I didn't like the book if I was like "Mm, let me I think I'm gonna DNF it I would have DNF'd it after this sentence and it was when she was in his apartment and I don't remember what they were doing but she was like thinking and it was just of her thoughts looking at Rain and she said Rain I bet he's good at sex why did she say that? that 
She said, I bet he's good at sex. The cringiest sentence. I'm going to need to find it and I'm going to send it to you because it was fucking cringy. We didn't. That is cringy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We didn't mention this because there is talk about sexual assault that happened to her that was in the story that I don't understand the premise of it being in the story. Is it just to show how unpredictable vampires can be and how she shouldn't trust vampires? Was that the reasoning behind that? I didn't get that because the chaoticness of what the vampires are and how chaotic they were it wasn't about sex for me it was about violence okay but in that same sentence if they're drinking blood it's orgasmic Mm -hmm. just like in most vampire books so maybe Mm -hmm. that could have had to do with that I don't know yeah just so you know sexual assault is talked about in this book I mean, Rain even says he's going to rape her. He definitely does. Yeah, and I found the the quote. It says, Rain looked like he was probably very good at sex. Yes, that is fucking cringy as shit. (laughs) But she only had one sexual partner, and she was like 17. What I mean is that she didn't need to say that. That is cringy. Yeah, she didn't, but she did. (laughs) She's 23 at this point. Yeah. 23. Mm-hmm. She didn't need to put that in there. I thought that was also very weird. Okay. I think I'm done bashing okay. this. Because the yeah, more I talk about it, the more episode. I hate it. So, <laughs> I'm going to be the very few people that hate this. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay. I What's did it? like this book. We'll talk off camera about this part. Okay. Okay, Uh, bye. Bye.